Homestyle Green, episode 37. What is Aridon? G'day, Matthew Cutler-Welsh here, your host for Homestyle Green. I am a sustainable housing expert, and you are someone who wants to help me to make houses that are better for people and better for the planet. And this week, I spoke to someone who wants to do just that. In fact, they've taken a year out of being an engineer and parents and have been working hard to bring a brand new product to the market. And that product is Aridon. And I'm going to let them explain exactly what that is. But it's quite exciting. It does about four jobs in one, and it uh, does them all very well, apparently. So looking forward to seeing how that goes and would be very interested in people's feedback. Already had a little bit of feedback on it and some some queries. So um, watch this space. Great to talk to some real Kiwi entrepreneurs and uh, very exciting to see them at this stage of their journey. So that's today's interview. Before we get into that, just want to quickly mention Build NZ Design X. It's on every two years and it's on this weekend, starting uh, Sunday. Goes through to Tuesday next week. That is um, 20, ooh, 21st, I think, of uh, June 2013 through uh, to next Tuesday. And I am actually speaking on this Sunday at 2 p.m in the certified builder stage, I think, um, about Homestar. So love to see you there if you are heading along to that, if you're in Auckland and if you're in the building scene, it's definitely the place to be Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. Check that out. It's at ASB uh, Showgrounds. Um, that is Build NZ and DesignX. And it's going to be a great place to see things like Aridon and also all those other product suppliers and retailers and also some designers and builders and and the whole industry. Um, should be a great weekend. The other thing that I got the privilege to do this weekend was head along to the Brands Science Roadshow. And as an engineer and someone who is involved in a little bit of the Brands' work, I loved hearing about what they're up to. I know that they've got some pretty exciting projects going, research projects going at the moment about uh, particularly ventilation and moisture control, but also about the condition of New Zealand houses. They do a, 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 um, a condition survey every few years and it was great to get an update on that stuff because we all pay for that research. There's a levy that we pay when we do building work and that building levy goes to brands and they come up with these great needs for research. And so it's good to hear back from uh, how that research is going, what they're finding and some of the results. So that roadshow is actually on at the moment. And if you want to check it out, I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's definitely worthwhile if they're in town to um, register if you're interested and head along um, to that workshop. Now, I am going to um, press play on the interview here. Uh, it was great to catch up with Stephen and Christina. They're a great couple. And I, like I said, I really look forward to seeing where this product goes. Basically, it, it's, uh, well, why don't I just let them tell you what it is. Here they are, Christina and Stephen. Right, thanks for joining me again. It's Matthew Cutler-Welsh here for another episode of Homestyle Green. And I'm very pleased to be talking today 
via Skype with Christina Gomez and Stephen Pickney. Now, do you want to introduce yourselves a little bit first? Just tell us a little a little story about your journey uh, to be doing what you're doing now and anything particular that's inspired you along the way? Well, I'll, I'll answer that question. Um, I'm a structural engineer, um, so I guess my first involvement with these sorts of things was designing small bale houses in terms of the structural support of them back in the late 90s, where they seemed to be quite popular in, in New Zealand. And um, we thought at the time there must be a better way to achieve some of the aesthetics and functional benefits of straw bales, but with a more durable modern material. Um, at the same time, um, Tina has been a project manager and with a training in product development. And uh, and so combining those sort of skills, it, it led us on, on this journey, really, along with us both experiencing cold and leaky New Zealand homes, which a lot of people I'm sure can relate to. Um, it's been a five-year journey, um, developing and testing, redesigning, retesting the product that we've come up with, um, really just to ensure that it's fit for New Zealand conditions and construction techniques. Yeah. So that, that's a bit of the story of where we're coming from. So, Stephen, you had some hands-on experience and, and some design experience with straw bale homes. And, Christina, you, you spent a lot of your time in uh, corporate world as a project manager how did you come across work to be working in a in the building industry? <laughs> um, really, it was just I, I've actually yeah, spent a lot of time in uh, in the corporate world and felt like there was I wanted to get out of that. And um, Steve and I started working through the as we said five years ago. Yep. And um, basically, Steve left his consulting practice. And uh, then sort of developed, spent a year full time working through this, and um, and then I joined the business um, when we felt that it was critical that we had sort of a more marketing and and project manager involved. Um, that was about a year ago. So between the two of us, from there we've sort of moved forward, and it's certainly been a, a huge learning curve for me understanding um, the building process. And but I also think bringing quite a different perspective to it. As well as owning um, a leaky home in Auckland, so yeah. I experienced it firsthand. As, as you do. <laughs> uh, wow! So you've you've really put it put it all on the line there. So you've you've taken a year off, Stephen, to commit fully to developing the product and, and getting it to the stage where you're at. Was that quite a scary um, move? It, it was at the time. I had, had a lot of support from uh, Christina at the time, which which helped. Uh, through that, um, but yes, it, yes, it was. Um, been a consulting engineer for I think twenty years, and to move away from that was was a big move. Then, yeah, but um, very pleased that we had. Good. Hey, now I've, I've you've already hinted it to it a little bit already, but in your opinion, what's the biggest issue for New Zealand homes right now? Um, we see it to be honest as the impending housing shortage. The um. You know, you're hearing it all the time on the news. Estimates say there's 40,000 new houses needing to be built in Auckland over the next three years, another 10,000 in Christchurch. And currently we're building around 7,000 a year. So that's an extra 10,000 homes um, per year or, or 200 houses in addition per week that um, need to be built. And this is on top of a leaky home epidemic and the schools 
issue that's about recladding. So my my question is, where is the skilled labour going to come from? Where you know, will there be enough quality control checks in place in terms of the build process? Where will the corners be cut? And and is this going to be another leaky high epidemic hitting us in another ten years? Yeah. That's a very good way of putting it when you when you describe it like that, two hundred houses or extra houses per week. That's quite a uh, visual impact if you imagine 200 houses being built every single week. At, um, and that's just in those two areas of Auckland and Christchurch. Yeah, yeah. So what are the problems that your product, Aridon, aims to solve? The first one is obviously cold houses and leaky homes. And then um, because our system, it's been brands appraised as a temporary cladding, so it will speed up the build time because you can have your internal trades working in parallel to your external trades. So all your, your first fix electrical, your plumbing, etc., can start before the exterior cladding is actually on. And if you think the weather bomb hitting us this week, yeah. um, you, you guys are inside and they're warm and dry and they can carry on with the build. So framing goes up. You can put your product on uh, in how long? On, a, on an average sort of a house, um, two to three days um, to put our product on. And then at that point, you can carry on with your internal linings once you've got your windows in yep. um, and, and also your things on the outside if you wanted to. So the, the cladding team can work consecutively with the uh, whatever's going on inside or, or if it's rainy, they can they don't have to be there while the other, other people can get, get stuck in. That's right. Inside trades and outside trades can both work together. So, for those, for the people that um, haven't checked it out, your website and some of the pictures already, can you give us a description of what it is, uh, what it looks like, and and how it works? Sure. Um, What what it is is the um, the Aridon system is basically a custom molded high density expanded polystyrene panel um, where we've pre molded ribs in it to form a drainage cavity. And molded it interlocking weather resistant joints around the outside of each panel to enable each panel to lock together, which forms a seamless weather resistant insulation blanket around the exterior of the wall frame. Um, the, the panels geometrically are 1.2 meters square and about 60 to 89 meters thick over the cavities. Um, so generally speaking, two panels stacked on top of each other forms your wall height. Um, each panel locks into its status. There's no need for tapes and sealants on each. Um, One of the, the things that is unique about our product is that it actually sits on the exterior of the frame and the system is actually a combination of the building wrap, the cavity batten and the insulation. So just to take a step back from where Steve was going there, so it is quite a different process than, um, than in a typical build. And typically, this would be you'd still put insulation inside the framing as well no, as your system. No, you don't, because of the amount of insulation we provide around the outside. You don't have to provide any, any sort of cavity insulation at all. And in fact, just simply by putting our product on the outside, we're achieving better than what you can achieve with a two point eight type bat um, product in your cavity with a nine mil wall, um, because we don't have any thermal bridging with any studs or framing. Um, the insulation wraps around the whole house, so it's consistent. One one extra step that we've gone to as well is that 
we're very conscious of ensuring that we leave a site with absolutely minimal waste. So um, all of our offcuts of our panels, we actually put inside the cavity on the inside wall. So typically on a south-facing wall of an Aridon house, you've actually got a double layer of insulation. Right. The Aridon on the outside and then the offcuts on the internal in the cavity. Yeah. And what about moisture? Because a lot of people are concerned about moisture uh, either coming through the various um, components of the wall, but also uh, being able to diffuse out and as part of that drying process, the, the importance of air and, and vapour being able to move through the wall. How does moisture not move or move through the Aeron system? Sure. Um Rams has conducted a lot of vapor permeability testing and also um, computer modeling of the system specifically for New Zealand Commission. And they're, they're very happy with the way the products perform. Um, they don't classify it as a, as a moisture, a vapor barrier. Um, so it isn't actually a barrier to moisture passing through. But I think the big advantage with our system is that it creates relatively airtight building envelope. Um, so that minimizes uncontrolled air transfer from inside to outside or vice versa which is one of the primary ways we lose heat in houses. Um, the other key thing is that by wrapping the whole house in insulation, you don't have the cold um, surfaces within the cavity, which you would normally have with a cavity-based insulation, whereby the parts of the framing are actually quite cold at its very temperature. And um, those cold surfaces are where condensation is likely to form. So in terms of um, moisture that might be present in the wall, that can still diffuse inside the house to be in, inside and then be uh, dealt with by the ventilation systems within the house. And moisture that might be present in vapor, um, water vapor in the house can just pass into the cavity, back out again, and, and be dealt with um, by ventilation means. So that, that's how we deal with that. So you're not anticipating, or have you done any testing to see if there is any condensation in, in situ? Yeah, we, we've certainly done all the the um, condensation modeling um, with WAPI, um, WAPI computer modeling, yep. like RAMS. And um, so that's, that's how we've arrived at that result. And, and certainly very positive from, from that perspective. Yeah, that's interesting because um, I, I got the chance to go to a WAPI um, workshop a few weeks ago. And one of the things I picked up from that was that the the biggest source of moisture seemed to be from the inside in a lot of houses, particularly when there is that air tightness, rather than driving rain and, and those and those things that we, where we commonly perceive as being the biggest moisture problem is from from externally, but it was actually from the internal stuff. So um, that's inter- that would be a, a pretty positive sign if if the results from Wolfie testing were were uh, were good. Yes, well, they certainly were, and at the end of the day, the amount of um, moisture can be diffused out through the wall. Um, it really, it, it really is minimal compared to what needs to be dealt with in terms of the overall moisture load within the house. Yeah, right. And did you? Sorry, I didn't pick it up. Did you mention that it, it is taped, or the the sections just interlocking without the need for tape? The um, individual panels are just interlocking, and so they they form an interlocking um, system which keeps all the water out. Um, it, it also is pretty effective at keeping air transfer. Out as well, so it is a rigid air barrier, but no, the, the typical joints aren't taped, right? And you mentioned uh, it, it's expanded 
polystyrene. Did you look at any other materials when you were developing this, and why did you choose expanded polystyrene? We chose expanded polystyrene because we wanted to be able to mould a product to the shape that we wanted to achieve an interlocking regular modular type of system. And a lot of other products on the market aren't, aren't really easily moulded to a particular shape. Um, the, the other thing was the, the moisture resistance and the thermal properties of each use were, um, were sort of the big factors compared to some of the other sorts of foams and, and products that are out there. So we, right. we did look at a few, but um, on, on the balance, the polystyrene was the way to go for us. And, and it certainly is probably around the world as well in terms of these applications. Yeah, and, and any concerns about the overall environmental sustainability of using polystyrene? Um, there is a lot of, obviously, very negative uh, press about polystyrene. But I guess one of the key things, um, and we've spent, I've spent a considerable amount of time investigating this because um, when I first came into this, I, you know, that was my first reaction as well. But the fact is it's, it's 98% air polystyrene. And the other side of it is we have to look at the total build picture. What we're doing with our, with our product is actually taking four elements of the build completely out of it. So if you think of the, the manufacturing process, the logistics, the transport, the fuel, etc., that's required to, to make, say, like the building wrap, the alternative insulation, the cavity battens, the treatments, and everything that goes into all of those products. And our product is combining those four elements into one. Um, it's a relatively um, friendly process in terms of making um, polystyrene, yeah. um, a lot more so than people anticipate until you actually do a lot of research into it. And I, I think the key thing is the fact that it's 100% recyclable. If you pull down an Aridon house in 100 years' time, you can basically make anything else you want out of it. And the impact. Often people are concerned about the building materials that go into the house, but really we've got to think a lot more long-term about a house and think, well, how's this house going to perform over the next 50 years? And the fact is that polystyrene is an excellent insulator and it will reduce the draw, I guess, on power over the years. Yeah. And... In terms of perception, have you had any? What's been the testing, sort of market testing so far? What have what's been the um, the general perception of, of likelihood of uptake? Um, it's actually been excellent, and I say that because I think when you've worked on something for so long, we we always thought it was a great idea. But yep. everybody we have shown it to, and we have um, as we've only actually launched last week. But prior to that, we have been out to a number of uh, builders, um, both in the commercial and residential space, and everybody thinks it is an excellent idea. They certainly like the fact that um, it speeds up the build time, that it is a superior insulation in terms of our values, and the fact that um, our teams install the product because it takes a huge amount of pressure off a lot of uh, builders. Right. Um, Particularly because um, we're very, very conscious of really of the quality of our system because mm -hmm. it's building envelope. It, it's critical. So, where do you have teams available at the moment? Uh, we're currently recruiting in Auckland, Christchurch. We've got a team in the Lower North Island that will service everything until the numbers get up there. 
Yep. But um, we will certainly be looking at a nationwide installation network. Great. Now, um, you mentioned that you're 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 just launched, and you're going to get the opportunity to uh, find out a lot more market perception this weekend. I understand. Um, you're you're going to be featuring at the um, Build NZ DesignX show. Is that right? Yes, we are. We stand four hundred and thirty-two. Great. So that'd be a good place for people to come along and uh, and check it all out and have a have a touch and feel. We have some samples there. Absolutely. We've even got a miniature house knocked up for people to have a look at. Right. So. And now, just before we close up. Um, want to ask you if you have a, a favourite book or a resource that might have inspired or, or motivated you in, in your journey to get where you are now. Um, I guess the key, we've, we've always been um, quite uh, interested in a lot of business books and really focusing on, on other entrepreneurs in New Zealand and particularly, I mean, I'm reading a book at the moment, 42 Below, you know, that story and you know, you really admire people who have put everything on, on the line to, to follow their dreams. And that's been a real inspiration for us, as well as, um, obviously we're a bit of, we're grand design junkies. So we're very much, uh, into Kevin McLeod's books and, and, and the grand design program. So. Nice. Yeah. This is certainly a, it's a privilege to me to talk to someone, um, like you say, like you say, an entrepreneur in New Zealand at the at this stage of the journey, having done some pretty hard yards over a, over the last twelve months and probably longer, um, must be quite exciting to to be pushing it out there in the big wide world now. Um, where can people find out more and uh, get or get in touch with you if they if they're not able to get along to Build NZ this weekend? Um. Our website, we've, um, we've put a lot of time and effort into trying to answer most people's questions. So it's nz, and we're always just a phone call away. So all of our contact details are on there. Now, I should have asked right at the beginning, where's the name come from? <laughs> Aridon is an arid, dry like the desert, and on, on the wall. Nice, nice. Hey, look, uh, thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate uh, it's a very busy time and uh, it's great to talk to you. I look forward to um, checking it out in person at the show and we look forward to seeing more of it out there pushing the boundaries, literally, in, in the building industry over the the the, uh, the coming short term, I hope. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Thank really you. appreciate thank the opportunity to talk to you. Great. Talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. Bye-bye. See you later. Well, there you go. That was this week's interview. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you'd like to find out more, do head over to www.aridon.co.nz. And if you're in Auckland this weekend, head along to Build NZ DesignX and you'll be able to see and touch and feel their product and also have a chat, see if it's going to work for your next project. Um, that's it for me from for this week. And look forward to seeing you at uh, Build NZ. Don't forget, like I said, I am speaking this Sunday about Homestar. So it'd be great to see you along there if, you, if you're around. Come and say good day. Otherwise, have a great week, and I'll talk to you again next week on Homestyle Green.